The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern Carolina's longest-running sports radio show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show is powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostick Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grady, Papa John's, Pepsi, The Rick House, Greenville Utilities, BMS Builders, Taft Taft & Hagler, Tiebreakers and Greenville Auto World. And now, here's Brian Bailey. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into our studios here at Pirate Radio. This is the Brian Bailey Show. Great sports day today for a Monday in January. We're going to talk with Riley Davis. He's an assistant coach under Mike Schwartz for Pirate Basketball. East Carolina struggling a little bit right now. Big game tomorrow night for Pirate Basketball as they try to right that ship. But the Pirates have lost five in a row trying to turn things around this week with a couple of very winnable games. We'll talk with Riley Davis about his first year at East Carolina under head coach Mike Schwartz. Also, it's media day for Pirate Baseball, so the guys are over there right now, and that's going on as we speak. So Pirate Radio will have complete coverage of that coming up later on this afternoon. So we'll talk Pirate Basketball for this hour, Pirate Baseball later today. This is the Brian Bailey Show, and we're back after this. House is Eastern North Carolina's premier restaurant and bourbon authority. Jefferson's, Basil Hayden, Woodford Reserve, and a Midwinter Night's Dram are just a few of the incredible bourbon options. The Rick House features the very best steaks and fresh, made-from-scratch pastas. The Rick House can host your corporate event or special parties in the 3,000-square-foot banquet hall. Join the Rick House for Sunday brunch from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and for the wine tastings on the last Friday of every month. The Rick House. I'm Michael Vaughn with East Coast Grading and Utilities. Many of you know my dad, David Vaughn, and his work in putting in subdivisions all over Pirate Nation. But East Coast Grading and Utilities is not just for those type of big jobs. We're here for the homeowners, whether it's concrete, driveways, hauling rock or sand, whatever you need, East Coast Grading and Utilities can get the job done. Call us at 252-531-7494 or check us out on Facebook at East Coast Grading and Utilities. It's bow time. You've probably heard folks say, don't call it a comeback. But at Bojangles, we don't like to beat around the bush. So when the sizzling, savory pork chop griller's back in all its tender, marinated chili lime glory, and you can get a pork chop griller combo for just $4.59, go ahead, call it a comeback. Get a legendary pork chop griller combo for just $4.59, only at Bojangles. It's bow time. For years, Callie Ann Phelps has been singing about Phelps Chevrolet. Phelps Chevrolet is the one for you. Low, low prices, service too. See the big dealer right away. Carolina's finest, Phelps Chevrolet. And you'll agree with what Skyler Phelps has to say. Nobody beats Phelps Chevrolet's prices. Nobody. The name you can depend on. Phelps Chevrolet. Get you one. 
Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. UniversitySportswearENC.com is your one-stop shop for all promotional products for your business. With over 1 million items to shop from, UniversitySportswearENC.com offers high-quality products at prices to fit any budget. Visit UniversitySportswearENC.com for contact information and to get shopping. UniversitySportswearENC.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. This is Steven Igo. You've heard from me plenty on Pirate Radio Live and perhaps have read some of my work on hoistthecolors.net. Now, get an extension of our in-depth coverage on the Hoist the Colors podcast. From game previews to immediate post-game analysis to emergency podcasts for breaking news, we've got you covered. A cast of guest co-hosts from fans, former coaches, and other writers join me for two podcasts weekly to break down all things ECU athletics. Subscribe to Hoist the Colors now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. This is Amanda Houston, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Go Pirates! You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, providing reliable utility solutions to the Greenville region since 1905. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this Monday. I tell you, it's, it's, it's just ironic that we're starting my show and on the video screen, highlights of the Cowboy loss to the 49ers. And I know nobody had anything to do with this, but they're making me watch this thing as we uh, get started. So I know Shirley didn't have anything to do. I think Clip said it up before he left for uh, ECU baseball, didn't he? I, I have no clue. Yeah, nobody knows anything, but all I've seen is the Cowboys lost again. All right, Riley Davis, assistant coach under Mike Schwartz, joins us to talk pirate basketball. Coach, how are you today? Man, I, you know, I was doing, I was doing good, and then you brought up the Cowboys, and, that, and now I'm really bothered. You know, I think you did, you did that on purpose. No, I'm a big. Are you a big Cowboy fan as well? Oh, come on, man. I grew up in Seminole, Texas. All I knew was the Cowboys. Oh, man. I tell you, I like this guy already. This is awesome, even though we have to uh, drown in our tears. What, what, what is the Cowboys' problem? What is, you know, before we even start talking basketball, what's the wrong with the Cowboys? I've, I've literally watched one game this year. And so all I can tell you is I see all these tweets um, about the Cowboys kicking. That's all I <laughs> I, I, our governor in Texas tweeted about it, and I thought, surely this is a parody account. Sure enough, it was him. He actually tweeted it. And anyway, so that's all I know about the Cowboys, man. Oh, I tell you what, it's been you – know, you can't even make stuff like that up. I mean, you know, they're missing all the extra points in the Tampa game and then coming out and and getting the first one blocked. What's going on? I really haven't been able to oh. – it was. It was just. It was just really. You know, the worst part about it is you have to wait. You know, until September to play again, and they've got enough talent. They'll be competitive again. But do they have enough talent to get over the hump? And I'm beginning to wonder. That's a killer, man. Yeah, if they do or if they don't. All right, let's talk about East Carolina Pirate basketball, Coach. Obviously, when you when you take a job like this, when Coach Schwartz took the job, uh, the history of Pirate basketball has been that it's been a struggle for a long, long time. What excited you about the chance to work with Coach Schwartz and come to East? Carolina for Pirate Hoops? Well, you know, so both of us having worked for Coach Barnes at Tennessee and at Texas, we'd actually heard of, we Coach had talked about East Carolina for years um, because of Bob Hodges, and so Bob Hodges coached uh, Coach Barnes in college, and anyway, so Coach Hodges would come, and he would he'd hang out with us and whatever, so we got to know him, so I'd been hearing about just the, the traditions and stories of East Carolina forever, and so 
Anyways, obviously, you know, when's the last tournament they made? I don't know. Is it 1990 or something? 92, um, 93, right in there, yeah. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Well, you know, anyways, it's been a while. And, yeah. Uh, it, it, I always knew that they had good fans. Coach Barnes talked about that. But I'm, I'm just being honest with you. When, when it comes to a, a guy in my situation, meaning an assistant coach, you don't take a job in, unless you don't believe – in the the head coach you guy the guy you're going to work for and that that's the big thing man i mean it was coach schwartz uh he's just a, a, a dude that i really believe in i i would be hard you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that knows him that doesn't believe in him and on top of that i knew that there was a, a passion here obviously north carolina the hoop state east east eastern north carolina's got talent you know we knew they had good fans so that's pretty much it, man. There wasn't a whole lot to it other than just really believed in Coach Schwartz and knew that they had a good fan base here. You, know, you talk about Coach Barnes, and I've told this story before. I think I told Coach Schwartz this, but way back early in my career, when uh, like 85, 86, when the job opened up here, a friend of mine in Norfolk who I'd interned for at uh, the NBC affiliate called me and said, Rick Barnes would be a great candidate. He's an assistant at Ohio State. You ought to call him. So I called him and talked to him that day about the job. It's so crazy. Yeah, and so I talked to him about this. He was young, and I was young, and uh, that was way, way back in the day. But uh, then we come full circle when Coach Schwartz gets the job, and it's just kind of one of those yeah. those crazy crazy deals. But but Coach Barnes has always been one of the one of the good guys, hasn't he? Oh man, I, I didn't know that story. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's he's the best man. Coaches, he's one of those guys who he might pay for someone's wedding, you know, and and you never even hear <laughs> about it just because he won't talk about it. And that's you know, it's what you love about people. When you look at your career, uh, the last four seasons at UT Arlington, tell us a little bit about what life was uh, coaching there. Well, you know, I'm a Texas guy. That's where I grew up anyways. Um, I spent some time in Tennessee as well, but my basketball roots are in Texas, and so that's really where the uh, recruiting base is for me or has been. Um, so, you know, and it wasn't necessarily home, though, to be honest, because the Dallas area is, it's, you know, it's six hours from where I grew up. We were much closer to my wife's family in Austin. But um, I was working for Chris Ogden. I worked for two head coaches there. Uh, Coach Ogden, uh, he's a Texas guy. He played at the University of Texas. He was actually on staff with Coach Barnes at Tennessee as well. But he was coming from Texas Tech, so he left Texas Tech to go to UT Arlington, in which I had the opportunity to go with him. Um He's actually from my hometown, so we'd known each other forever. So went and worked with him for three years, and the first year, I think we finished second in the league. Uh, he was coach of the year, and we made it to the championship game of our tournament. And the following two years, I think we were 500 in conference each year. And he ended up, uh, you know, kind of Coach Beard ended up getting the job at Texas, and then Coach Ogden went with coach beard of texas and then obviously they've got a lot going on over there but and then uh greg young was an assistant on staff with us whenever coach ogden left and so greg young got the job so I, i'm telling you I, just the business I, I was this close to being out of the business i mean when when coach ogden left ut arlington to go to texas it's not very common that they just promote from within and hired the assistant coach uh, in Greg Young. And then, you know, he, Coach Young is, you know, 
nearing 60 years old. I mean, he's been waiting his whole life for an opportunity like this. He could he could bring in anybody he wants to work with him. And I was fortunate enough to get to stay there. And he, I'm, that's that's the fine line in this business. You can be up and coming, and then you can be bottom down and out. And so I was really fortunate to just get retained, to be honest. And we had the opportunity to stay there a fourth year, and we loved it there. But then Coach Schwartz, he got this job, and, man, we were didn't even have to think about it. What's the biggest difference in coaching in Texas and coaching in eastern North Carolina at East Carolina? Well, you know, the, and nothing against Texas, but it, it is still a football state, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But what that trickles down to is you're not going to find a ton of universities in Texas with tremendous home crowd environments. You'll find a couple, there's no doubt. Um, but North Carolina, Eastern North Carolina, I mean, it just feels a little bit more basketball passionate. Yeah, and, and North Carolina has a long history, obviously, with UNC, with Duke, NC State from the Atlantic Coast Conference, Wake Forest. Uh, but the thing that I've always been just, just fascinated by is that it always seems like there are other schools in our state, it's kind of cyclical, where they will have, you know, they have a bad year or two, and then they'll have a great year, and they'll go to the tournament. And they'll, they'll have, UNC Wilmington's a great example. Uh, you know, Davidson has gone through that. Charlotte, I mean, it, it just seems like that for whatever reason, reason east carolina just can't get over that hump when the pirates first got into conference usa it was a tough league and 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 then it it formed into the american same kind of thing same kind of teams and it seemed seemed like well if you finish fourth or fifth you can go to the nit the pirates have never been to the nit i mean there's just something that that's that's there that coach schwartz and you guys have to to get over that hump is that is that going to be difficult oh i think of course you know but anybody that takes the job like like we have you believe you can so obviously we're going to be a little biased and i'm not going to pretend to have all the answers either you know yeah you know we're young we're young i mean when we play other teams it doesn't feel like we're just being out talented to be honest and and i know that feeling um but what it feels like is we're being out experienced you know just for example we go to temple the other day and Damian Dunn has he's 16 of 18 from free throw. Yeah. He's experienced. He knows how to get fouled. And, you know, we got young guys that keep fouling him. <laughs> you know, yeah. And our struggles have been more scouting report related. You know, hey, you're supposed to have a hand up. You're supposed to not, you're supposed to be out of this gap and drive deny whenever player A drives it and player B catches it. You know, it, some stuff that our guys just aren't used to. I mean, uh, we have several guys on the team this time last year shoot they were picking out their prom suit you know i mean there's no i mean this is just a new 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 deal for them it's a new monster so it it just feels like we got to get them older you know we we got to retain we got to retain guys and get them older just like the rest of the league has and that's it you know that really when i think about what we got to do to get over the hump that's the biggest thing is we got to develop our young guys and we got to return them. I mean, I, I don't. Coach doesn't live in a world where, you know, if a guy's not producing immediately when he sets foot on campus, then you, you know, you go find these new guys. I mean, that that's just not how we want to do it, you know. And, and coach has been very vocal about 
He wants to recruit um, the 252 area, North Carolina, um, high school guys and develop them. And, you know, it just, when you do it that way, it's just going to take time. Guys got to, they got to go through the ebbs and flows of a season so that by the next year, you know, they might be a little bit more concentrated. Feel what it's like to lose because you didn't block out. Remember what it's like to lose because you didn't get back in transition defense. It's not so much the missed baskets. I mean, now, the free throws, that's been hurting us, and that, we think that's an experience thing. You know, we make them in practice in one-on-one situations. Um, that's typically indicative, in, indicative of experience, you know. So, yeah, I think we just got to get them older, man. Yeah, I, I think that's the the old saying: you got to get old and you got to stay old. But yeah. but but that's that's easier said than done now. No, no b- question. Because no question. of the transfer portal. I mean, what you got it? it it's got to it. me, and I've, I talked with Coach Houston in football about this a couple of times. I mean, I, I could see it in his face that he was just dog tired in December, and he says, "Well, you know, we're out there recruiting, you know, new players. We're out there recruiting our own players. I mean, you shouldn't have to recruit <laughs> your own players, but that's what you're having to do right now." Uh, no, and, and you know the good thing about. I think we lost Coach Jim. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah, I got you now. Yeah. Well, the thing with Coach Schwartz is he's so player development oriented. You know that he's in the gym so much. He's got his staff in the gym so much, and so we're spending a lot of time with these guys, developing them, and that, in its own way, is continuing to recruit them. You know, when they feel the. But they feel their improvement. You see that with uh, R.J. Felton and Javon Small and Brandon Johnson, Luigi. I mean, he's gotten better. Luigi's starting for us now. Um, you know, you, you hey Dave Kasong and I. I mean, he Dave earned a scholarship. He was a walk on. I mean, see these guys getting better, and so that's our form of player retention and, and recruiting our own players. And, and it starts in recruiting whenever you got to target guys that you think will stay guys that you think are, are appreciative of the opportunity in certain situations but but when you look at it is it fair and i don't know if it's if, if it happens i know it happens i don't know what the, the specifics but when other schools get in t- contact with your players and, and there's nil money that hey we can offer you this and that that's not how it was supposed to be right no doubt no doubt i mean is it fair no right <laughs> but it's absolutely not fair i mean but it is what it is. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you do about it. You know, I think it just has become the new normal, unfortunately. Um, that is the, that's the hopeless part of it is because the, every coach saw this coming, just to be honest. I mean, if, if this is going to be what is allowed, yeah, everyone knew, everyone knew this was going to happen. But I don't know how you – I don't know how Pandora goes back in the, in the box. I really don't. But maybe it does happen. I would love for that to happen. But until then, there's just something we got to deal with. And and just trying to keep doing it how we perceive to be the right way. Got to keep your head above water, don't you, Coach? Oh, man. <laughs> Riley Davis joining us on the Brian Bailey Show on this Monday. Big week of pirate basketball to come. We'll take a commercial break right now. We'll come back with more with Coach Davis when our show continues right after this.
With over 30 locations across North Carolina and Southeastern Virginia, Quality Equipment is your local John Deere dealer where you'll find everything you need for your next project. Our complete lineup of John Deere lawn and garden, agricultural and commercial worksite equipment comes with years of experience, expertise and dedication. We know what it takes to get it done right. Stop by today or visit us online at qualityequip.com. Winslow's is now Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room. With a brand new look, Fifth Street Hardware also has a new menu and serving lunch and dinner every Tuesday through Sunday and brunch starting at 10.30 on Sundays. What else is new? Well, they have poker every Tuesday night, Trivia Wednesday with DJ Captain Morgan, and on Friday and Saturday nights, they have live music open till 2 a.m. serving light appetizers all night long. New look, new name, same location on Fifth Street. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram for more specials. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room. Hey, Pirate fans, did you know there are thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that loves ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DOLL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. Go Pirates! Greenville Utilities Electric customers will soon be able to receive text notifications in the event of power outages. Enrollment is automatic, so make sure GUC has your cell phone number by signing into your account at GUC.com, then update the information in your user profile. Want to talk with someone instead? Call 252-752-7166 during business hours. 252-752-7166. Update us so we can update you. Visit GUC.com for more information. Hey everybody, this is David Glenn, and you're listening to my favorite station in Eastern North Carolina, Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned, community-powered. Now, back to the show. Hi, welcome back. Riley Davis, assistant coach at East Carolina under head coach Mike Schwartz, talking Pirate basketball this Monday as the Pirates get set to take on the Tulsa Golden Hurricane coming up tomorrow. Uh, coach, talk us about it. take us through with, with working on a day-to-day basis with Coach Schwartz. What's that like? Well, you know, Coach Schwartz is definitely, um, he's a guy that's probably more concentrated on his own, meaning his own players, his own team, how we're doing, what state we're in, um, than the other, than the opponent. Now, with that said, he is preparation-oriented. Um, so, you know, he's, he's a very us person we person you'll you'll rarely hear him say i me and whatnot so with that said he includes everyone on staff in in basically everything such as take scouting you know as it relates to to tulsa you know our whole staff is involved with the scouting report it's not just this assistant has tulsa the other assistant has the next game and then the other but he doesn't do it that way he he has everybody take specific assignments per team and so we're all invested so he's a very together bring everyone together type person how does he seem like 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 he's enjoying this first year i mean obviously he wants to win more games as everybody does but but how has he enjoyed you know when you take over your own program there's a certain amount of pride that goes with that oh man absolutely and you know he he takes a lot of pride in the guys playing hard 
And so whenever a guy doesn't block out or get back in transition defense, that stuff really, it hurts him. You know, it, it does. It cuts him. Um, he's a guy who he knew he wanted to be a basketball coach for the longest. And so, and he's also a guy, whenever he was an assistant coach and not the head coach, he worked just as hard as the head coach would. He cared just as much as the head coach would. So he paid attention. So he's been he's been hunting for an opportunity like this. And so, you know, when you lose, you do get disappointed, especially when you're a guy like that, when you're a guy that wants it as bad as he does, that cares as, as much as he does, that is as competitive as he is, and he is very competitive. But he's also a very resilient guy. He, he's a very positive person. So he sees a lot of our mistakes as opportunity for growth, and he flips it in a very positive way that I think resonates with a lot of young people, which is typically the way players are these days. They, they tend to receive coaching a little different, and it fits with how he coaches. I have a chance to do his coach's show for television each week, and I'll tell you, a couple of weeks ago, we were doing it, and it was after a couple of losses, and we, we stopped the camera, you know, we finished up everything, we said, thanks, Coach, appreciate it, and he said, let me tell you something, the wins are coming. He said, we're going to be talking about wins in this program, I guarantee you, and I can just tell the way he was saying it, it, it just, you know, you can tell that some guys are winners. I mean, that that's not oh. coach speak or anything like that, just the way they handle themselves and the way they talk about stuff and I came away convinced that hey you know I don't know how long it's going to take because obviously this program hasn't had that many winning seasons but uh, it's going to come well thanks for saying that and you're exactly right I mean that that is how he is wired I mean he's just the kind of guy in adversity he doesn't seek comfort in something else he's the kind of guy that when adverse situations come on he meets them head on I mean that's just how he's wired when you look at recruiting, you talked a little bit about the the importance of recruiting close. Uh, you mentioned Damian Dunn at Temple. Damian Dunn played his high school basketball at Kinston. I believe he transferred his senior year and played uh, somewhere else. But he was a, a former Kinston star, got away up to Temple's, had a great career uh, with the Owls, scored 22 the other night. Didn't see uh, Damian in the home game this year against Temple. Uh, he set that one out, but he scored 22. 16 of those were free throws. And as you talked about, the maturity of, of driving to the basket, knowing how to get foul that kind of thing but but how do you keep those 252 kids at east carolina what's the key to doing that well to be honest i think you just gotta recruit them i mean i don't i don't think it's any more than that i mean that's just been my experience so far uh you got to pay attention to them first of all and with the portal you know people don't pay as much attention to high school kids anymore and that is the unfortunate part especially for those kids you know if you're a senior in high school and you're a basketball player scholarships are hard to come by i don't care how good you are that just is what it is i mean it seems like everybody's just swapping players every year and a lot less scholarships are going to high school players so you know the first step you got to pay attention you got to pay attention to those players you got to get out you got to get about you got to talk to different high school coaches all the different scouting service guys the people that know um and you got to go watch them Man, shoot, it, the way it is now, there's not a whole lot of recruitment as it is for anybody. You just got to recruit them. You know, you just got to you gotta have some intent with it. But they got to be good enough. 
that's a big part of it. They got to be good enough. And that's the other thing. When you see somebody on on tape, can you tell on tape that, hey, that guy could play for us? No. Um, You can see skill. You can see decision-making and IQ. But there is something lost in translation that I think every coach would tell you, you know, and I know this sounds silly, but there's genuinely a look in their eye that you miss that, you know, you want to have players that have a, a certain confidence about them um, when things go poorly, how do they handle it? Body language is not as easily perceived on film, uh, things like this. And then other small things like how they are as a teammate on the bench is often not caught on the camera. So just being there in person, I mean, that that's the only way, in my opinion, that you can get a thorough, thorough eval. When you're recruiting, what's the key parent that's involved? Is it mom? You know, it's obviously different in every um, circumstance, but generally speaking, that that has been the case. I would say. Or grandma sometimes. But, I mean, it seems like the woman of the house is running things, and and that's the one as far as recruiting goes because uh, you got to get that thing whittled down and figure that thing out. What do you think about some of the the, the talent in Eastern North Carolina? I know you can't speak specifically uh, about particular players because of recruiting rules and that kind of thing, but just the overall talent in Eastern North Carolina. No, I mean, it is what – what you would how you would expect I perceive it is exactly how it is, yeah. which is very good. You know, I mean, I, again, I'm I'm coming from another state where the culture is a little different as far as what sport is most important. And not that basketball is bad there; it's really good, but it's not as emphasized as much, and it doesn't have as much passion as it does here. And so, and that carries over into the energy that guys play with, and that's really the biggest difference: the physicality of it. You know, guys really attack the rim they it doesn't you know my experience so far has been that guys don't complain as much about the physicality of the game i mean they they're okay with it being physical which is awesome you love that Ronnie Davis joining us uh, under Mike Schwartz's staff. Talk about the staff a little bit, the guys you're getting to know a little bit better and better. I mean, it, it's almost, as we've talked about a lot during football season, a coaching staff is almost like a mini family. And I know you guys are with each other so much. But, but talk about the rest of the guys on the staff. Well, you know, I, um, I knew, uh, let's see, I knew two of them before, and Coach Matson, Nick Matson, and Matthew Winsberg. Um, Matthew Winsberg, he and I were together at UT Arlington for a couple years. Um, Coach Matson, we've known each other for oh so oh many years. I don't even know how long, and we knew each other through Coach Schwartz. And they, of course, worked together at Fresno State, and that tree kind of merged with um, the tree I was in. And uh, Nick and I became good friends. Co- uh, Jake Morton, Coach Morton, I had not met him before. I mean. Have you met him? You met Coach Morton? Yes, I have. I mean, he's just hilarious. And so he's a, he's the kind of guy, you know, I don't know if you've seen the Big Lebowski, but he's the rug that ties <laughs> them together. Oh, man, we, we love Jake. He's the best. Um, Josh Giardina, I did not know him. He was coming from Tennessee. He's been awesome. Uh, Jesse Higdon, obviously everybody knows her, our director of operations. She's incredible. She keeps us all on our toes. She's the boss. She's the boss. <laughs> No doubt. Hey, she's the one that told me I better be on this call. That's right. Yeah. Um, Keith Pugh, our strength coach, you know, played in the NFL. Um, he is 
exactly what we need. He, I mean, his care factors through the roof. His knowledge in his realm is ridiculous, and he's a disciplinarian. You know, he, he's incredible. He's been awesome. Uh, Reggie Williams. He's you know he played in the NBA for seven years from VMI. Um, I mean, you're talking about a guy who made it to the NBA from VMI. Uh, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, I don't know that you can do that. You got to be more than talented to do that. You got to have real grit uh, and discipline and desire. So, obviously, with Coach Schwartz and how he thinks about things, that's um, that's a perfect fit. Um, even Nate Clark, I mean, our trainer, he's been awesome. He he's the first there every morning. I mean, gets there at seven a.m. It seems like every morning his car is the first one in the parking lot. He's a care factor again, and I, I keep hitting on that phrase because that's so big for. Coach Schwartz, that care factor, you know. Um, but, you know, the staff, that's, you know, we have a very cohesive staff, a staff that works together extremely well. But it's because Coach, I mean, it's just telling us the way that, you know, he knew who he wanted to go after in hiring, and he, 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 he reads people really well and who fits with who. Riley Davis joining us as East Carolina gets set for a big week of hoops at Williams Arena Minji's Coliseum. We'll take another commercial break. We'll come back. We'll run down the roster a little bit and get Coach Davis's comments on some of the players. We'll preview the Tulsa game set for tomorrow night. Back with more on the Brian Bailey Show right after this. BMS Builders is your premier custom builder in eastern North Carolina. With homes in Blackwood, Mills Creek, Dalton's Cove and Farmville, and Belmar and Aiden, they're constantly expanding. Now to Laurel Glen and Sarah's Way, plus the new duplex community at Abigail Trails. BMS Builders can build the home of your dreams. Just ask Dr. Dennis Ross in Greenville or ECU football coach Mike Houston. They built their homes and they can build yours as well. Call 916-1578 for BMS Builders. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. No beach parties or family barbecues here. Just Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. So forget everything you thought you knew about soda, because that nitrogen gives us a whole new experience. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. You don't pour this like any other cola. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Can your cola do that? I didn't think so. Unless you've got your own Nitro Pepsi. In which case, cheers to your great taste. Because you already know that the only thing better than the pour is the unapologetic cola taste. What else is there to say? From the creamy foam to the smooth texture to its unbelievably delicious flavor, this is cola like you've never had it before. Time to bring your taste buds to the next frontier. Nitro Pepsi. Smooth. Creamy. Delicious. Add some sparkle and style to your home and save at Bostick Sug Furniture. Give your home a new look in the new year with beautiful new furniture. Right now, get a Bostick Sug first time ever offer with three ways to save. One, get a sales tax discount on any purchase. Two, get a $100 in MasterCard rewards cards for every $1,000 you spend. And finally, get six months special financing. So add some sparkle and style to your home with a little help from Bostick Sug Furniture. 
New Year, new you, new Papa Bites. Chicken parm, jalapeno, and Oreo cookie Papa Bites. Just in time for those New Year's resolutions, huh? <laughs> Don't worry, we won't tell anyone. Hey, Pirate fans, Papa John's is the MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at papajohns.com and sign up for Papa Rewards. Papa John's, better ingredients, better pizza. Go Pirates! Do you suffer from chronic aches, pains, or muscle tightness? Hey, I'm Jordan Mikesell with Bodies in Balance in Greenville. With degrees in physical, occupational, and massage therapy, and certifications in stretching and flexibility, we know how stretching and massage can bring long-term results so you can live a pain-free and healthy life. Continue enjoying the activities you love by calling or texting 252-916-4530 to schedule your first stretch consultation or massage today. For more info, visit bodiesandbalance.com so you can start living an active life today. Hi, this is Phil Steele of Phil Steele's College Football Preview Magazine, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned utilities mean local control, low rates, and high reliability. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this Monday. Once again, we're talking pirate basketball this hour, pirate baseball, the topic of conversation later on this afternoon on Pirate Radio Live, a clip rock and company. So it's a big day of East Carolina athletics. We continue on with Riley Davis. Uh, Coach, let's talk about some of the players on the roster and maybe just get a, a line or two about each one of those. And let's start with Javon Small and get maybe an update. I know you can't go into specifics about his his injury, that kind of thing, but do you guys expect to have him back anytime soon? Probably not anytime soon. Um, it, there's potential before the end of the year. but So I had, depending on how someone defines soon, but yeah. he, it is possible before the end of the year he might still be able to play, and it's possible he might not. And that's obviously... Uh, very unfortunate for for him and for everybody, you know. Yeah, I was going to say how how badly uh, has that hurt this team because he was really you know playing some good basketball. Oh man, he he was. Um, yeah, I mean we were at a point just specifically offensively where he dictated a lot of the decisions in the offense, and then when you lose that, you know, and you you bring in um, a player that was on, that was on the bench a little bit more. Um, and Caleb LeCount, um, a guy who, you know, he, he's been thrown to the fire. I mean, it just, it's hard. It's hard. And we, we were right there. Our margin for error, error was uh, pretty slim with, with, with Javon. I mean, we lost by two to Temple by however much to UCF. I mean, we were on the, we were on the verge of it having a total flip record, and then you lose that. And it's it, 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 it definitely had a major impact and there's no doubt but I, in my opinion again bias nothing that we can't overcome you mentioned caleb a little bit how does a kid go from los angeles california <laughs> to greenville north carolina and what kind of culture shock was he in for uh, I, as you would imagine you know significant but the thing with caleb and we call him k1 is uh man he's got unlimited swagger so you could drop that kid off in alaska he'd be okay He'd find a way to survive. He seems like he has a lot of fun out there. Oh, he does, and he just has a way about himself that players love him. He's got a confidence, uh, you know. You just you, you just trust him. You know, he just has a belief in himself. 
Perhaps my favorite player on this team is Luzu Dubois. I just love the way he carries himself. Love the way that you know he's always friendly, always talking. How are you, sir? That kind of thing. I mean, uh, I root for Luzu every every game, and he comes in sometimes, and man, he's just flying around at seven feet. No, Luzu. I mean, the guy is he is fearless. He is. He is truly. He is fearless. He is competitive. He's a great teammate. I mean, he plays with passion. I mean, he, hey, he's, he's made his way into the starting lineup. I mean, he's a – we love him, man. Uh, another ultimate survivor. Get another guy you could drop off anywhere and he would be – he would find a way to survive. We had a chance to see Brandon Johnson last year, and I was very impressed with him last season. And then he comes into this season. I think his first game he hit like three threes in a row, and I, I thought, where did that come from? And Coach Schwartz says he worked on it a lot, but he continues to improve, and he's a double-double machine for this team. Yeah, he's got a nose for the ball. I mean, and that's the underrated part about him. People do talk a lot about his shooting, and as they should. He, I mean, that was a real point of emphasis all summer for him is for him to develop that. Um and he, he did, and he did, obviously. But in his knack for rebounding, I mean, and he's not just a tremendous, tremendous athlete, but he has a nose for the ball. He has great timing. I mean, it's a, it's a big, big, I mean, that's a big-time thing, man, to be able to rebound the ball the way he does. We're talking about a lot of young players, and you, you touched on it earlier, but I did not realize the statistics until Coach Schwartz said them the other day. I think it was before one of the, the media ops for one of the games, but I didn't realize just how young, when you look at all the teams in Division One basketball, where the Pirates rank. But this is really a young basketball team. Yeah, I mean, and, and Coach knew that going into it. I mean, if you're going to do it the way he wants to do it, which is, recruiting young talent and developing it, you know that you're going to go through this early on. And, and so he knew that was going to happen. But, uh, yeah, no, we're, we're basically three years younger than every single team we play. I mean, when we played Memphis, there were nine guys on the scouting report. Eight of them were graduate seniors, and <laughs> one of them was a freshman. Man, you guys are barely shaving, and these guys have beards, right? Right. I mean, when one of Memphis's players was 26 years old, when his matchup was Ezra Osar, and when that kid was a freshman in high, in college, Ezra was maybe in sixth grade. I was going to say fifth or sixth grade. That's just crazy. All right, you mentioned Ezra. That's another guy that's that's very young, but he's had some real flashes, hasn't he? Oh, Ezra's you know physically ready, physically mature, obviously athletic. Um, He's really, he's really talented, and obviously everybody can see that. I mean, to be able to go in and our conference and shoot. I, I'm trying to think of another. The only other freshman I think that we've played that was getting the kind of minutes he was was the kid at UCF, um, number 25. I can't remember his name, but he's a potential NBA NBA guy. But so I mean, to be able to do what Ezra has done, I mean, it, that's been a that. That's been a huge blessing for us, and we just got to continue to develop them, you know. All right, let's talk about R.J. Felton a little bit because as far as athleticism goes, I mean, R.J.'s right up there. He won the slam dunk competition in the preseason at East Carolina, and he had a big slam the other night that brought the house down. Well, you can't talk about R.J. and that smile. I mean, he everybody just – he's the most gentle soul. He's a great teammate. You just, just the kind of guy you love and you pull for, and – He's another guy that's developed in the summer and worked really hard. I mean, 
he's been a little banged up um, the last couple games, um, and I think that's frustrated him a little bit. But he's a guy we rely on. I mean, he's extremely vocal, and is I mean another guy whose care factor is just through the roof. And he's a guy that coach just really trusts. With Javon out, it seems like Quentin DeBouge has really come on to to provide you guys a spark scoring the basketball. That's right. And, you know, that's what Quentin can do. Um, and he is wired to score. There is no doubt about it. And where he has improved is he has increased his level of physicality, um, specifically defensively. You know, you look at the Temple game, last game, within the first two minutes, I think he got on the floor two times, got two offensive rebounds. Um, I mean, when I say get on the floor, he dove on the floor for a loose ball. So coaches really challenged him to be more physical, and, and the kid loves the game. And so he's going to do what it takes to make it, and he's responded. Talk about Jaden Walker a little bit. Jaden, you know, uh, another guy who spent a lot of time on his shot this summer, and and he's improved there. I have no idea what his percentages are, but I know that when he's open, we want him to shoot it because um, he does it in practice. He's, he's kind of that Swiss Army knife. I mean, he's played the four. He's played the point guard, the two and the three. Um, he's got, you know, really long arms and athleticism. Um, another guy that, like all the guys, have things he can improve on. We need him to be that physical um, enforcer from the get-go to start games. But that's every one of the guys. It's no knock specifically on Jaden. But he's a guy, when, when Jaden figures figures out all the things he's got to improve at. He is a guy that that takes a program to the next level. I mean, that is the truth. He, he has a lot of talent within him. We've waited a long time to get a chance to see Winston Tabs. I know he's he's on again, off again with, with his injury situation, but he's a he's an outstanding player. He is. He is. I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with what he is as a player. You know, he's the guy's been through. Um, some massive knee surgeries, and he's just trying to get back to where his body was, you know, and that's that's really the bottom line with it. But he is. I mean, he's an outstanding player. David Kasag and I was put on full scholarship the other day in, in one of those those really neat moments uh, captured on video. I think he made a free throw in practice, and yeah. and coach stopped, and and all the guys thought maybe we're going to get to get the leaf early or or something like that. And the treat was a scholarship, and, and what a great kid! Oh, David's one of the most mentally tough human beings I've ever been around. I mean, he handles every circumstance with just a stone face, man, more, more beyond a stone face. He handles it with enthusiasm. I mean, the guy is incredible. Um, he has every intangible that you could ask for in a player. Benjamin Biala, let's go through him. Yeah, Ben, you know, he's coming from junior college. Of course, he, he's another guy that is trying to get back in his body after a major knee surgery. He tore his ACL a year ago and, he, uh, well, I guess more than a year ago, but he, Ben is talented, and Ben is kind of recovering from that knee situation more so in a mental aspect, you know, with the confidence to jump with contact and traffic. Um, he's And he is trending back to what he was. In the non-conference, I know he shot the ball terribly. In the conf- in conference play, I, and again, I haven't looked at the numbers, but he's obviously been much better. 
Um, but he's a guy that can score. He can rebound. He's very versatile defensively. It, it's just about him getting, continuing to get reps so he can get confident in his body movements. Talked about most of the roster. Anybody else that stands out that maybe we haven't seen as much, but we'll see more of later on, that kind of thing? Well, anytime, you know what? Anytime someone asks me this, I always end up forgetting about a guy because I don't have the roster. <laughs> um, you know, no one's coming to mind right now. I mean, yeah, yeah I've got um, Saxby Sunderland is a guy who probably doesn't get talked about enough. He doesn't play a whole lot, but he's our best warrior in practice. I mean, the guy, I, I mean, the guy, for a guy that doesn't play a lot with as hard as he practices, I mean, you, you can't help but pull for him and love him, you know, and he's a guy who, he will get what he wants one day because of his, his character, you know. Um, Jackson, you know, he's, he's a talented kid from the area. Um, he got in the game versus Temple the other day. Um, he did well. He got a dunk. That may have been his first college point. I think it was. I saw the dunk, and I was thinking that at the time. It, that may not be correct, but I thought it was. No, I think that's right. I think that's right. Um, so, I mean, he's a freshman. He's a guy that has talent that, you know, we would like to continue to develop. Um, you got Valentino Pinedo, who doesn't get a whole lot of playing time either, but he's, I'm telling you, man, this, we're really fortunate with the guys we have that don't get a lot of playing time with the mentality they have. So Val is an every, what we call an everyday guy. I mean, he could come – he would have the same demeanor if he was player of the game as if he was uh, didn't even check in the game. And that demeanor would be just the ultimate selfless, great teammate guy. You know, I mean, but we, we've got some – and those guys on the bench, man, I'm telling you, people pr- probably don't. They probably think this is corny coach speak, but it's invaluable um, just the, how much they help a team. Just from scout team and giving your your team the proper look, you know, um, to prepare for the team. I mean, that's huge, just so big. And, and the amount they cheer on the bench, you know, the energy they provide during the game. is. I mean, it, it may be a, a smaller um, role in the public eye, but, man, as it relates to winning, that that their role is so so very significant. And and really, the key to any great team is for every player to kind of know their role. And, and some sure. some players don't accept you know. And you don't want anybody to accept the role. Okay, I'm number nine of you know an eight man rotation. They want to fight to get in that eight man rotation. But if they accept their role and really you know excel at it, that really makes things better. Oh, you're exactly right. And. In- the reason that we have it, I mean, and it, Coach Schwartz would be the first to say, hey, I want guys that want to play, you know, but he's done such a tremendous job at making guys know their value, um, even if they don't even check in the game, uh, the value that they bring. And he gives them chances. I mean, he, in practice, he, he gives them chances and he talks to them. You look at Quentin. Quentin was out of the lineup. That's right. Coach continue, continued to challenge him and, uh, give him chances until Quentin could prove it, and and he got back in there. So coaches, I mean, that's all about Coach Schwartz. He's just he's unbelievable at that stuff. East Carolina assistant basketball coach Riley Davis, our guest on our show today. We'll take our final commercial break. We'll come back and we'll wrap things up with Coach Davis. Big week for East Carolina Pirate basketball. Tuesday against Tulsa, Sunday against Wichita State, both at home at Williams Arena, Menzies Coliseum. We'll preview those matchups for you coming up next. 
Greenville Utilities Electric customers will soon be able to receive text notifications in the event of power outages. Enrollment is automatic, so make sure GUC has your cell phone number by signing into your account at GUC.com, then update the information in your user profile. Want to talk with someone instead? Call 252-752-7166 during business hours. 252-752-7166. Update us so we can update you. Visit GUC.com for more information. The best burgers around. Everyone loves a thick, juicy, and fresh burger. Tiebreakers in Greenville, plus the all-new Tiebreakers in Winterville do real burgers better than anybody. So don't just go to any burger-themed restaurant chain. It's time to break the chain and eat local. Tiebreakers, real burgers at its best. Everybody loves burgers. Before you hit the road this travel season, be sure to get your tires inspected by the Tire Guys at Greenville Auto World. The Greenville Auto World service team sells all the top brands and economy tires if you need a new set. Need an oil change, state inspection, or AC repair? Greenville Auto World can work on any type of vehicle, and the monthly oil change special is only $29.99. Make an appointment now by calling 364-8730. For award-winning service, trust Greenville Auto World. The Angus Grill is your premier spot for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us for our unmatched variety of burger combinations. From the mushroom bacon Swiss burger to the jalapeno popper burger to the original Angus Classic. Pair that burger with our amazing onion rings, tots, fries, or sweet potato fries. Angus Grill, with four amazing locations in eastern North Carolina, including Winterville near Pitt Community College, on Jarvis Street in Uptown Greenville, and on Statensburg Road near the hospital. It's the best burger around, guaranteed. Have you experienced increased aches and pains recently? Have you heard of CBD? Hemp Garden is your premier CBD retailer in Eastern North Carolina. Do you find yourself having anxiety or in need of extra sleep support? Hemp Garden has a variety of Delta 8 and hemp-derived Delta 9 products that can assist with those issues. If you're unable to stop by the store, don't worry. Give them a call today at 413-6100 for a consultation and they'll ship right to your door. Hemp Garden, 3040 South Evans Street in the Target Shopping Center in Greenville. Do you ever talk to yourself about where to eat today and then you hear Warren's hot dogs? Then you're thinking, yeah, two hot dogs, chips and a drink for only $6.25 would be awesome. Warren's hot dogs. And maybe some homemade lemonade, perhaps a pizza or a sub, and definitely an apple or peach turnover. Warren's hot dogs. Don't overthink where to eat today. Go to Warren's Hot Dogs in Greenville across from Ron Ayers or in Chocowinity next to the fire station. Warren's Hot Dogs, serving the Pirate Nation since 1991. Go Pirate. This is Carson Wissenhunt, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, working for our community, not for shareholders. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this Monday. Riley Davis joining us on Mike Schwartz's staff at East Carolina as the Pirates get set for a couple of home games. Tulsa up first coming up tomorrow night. Golden Hurricane coming to town 5-13, and 1-6, but they beat Tulane 81-79 on Saturday. And that's what you like to see, Coach, is a team playing much better basketball when they come to see you guys, don't you? No, I know. It seems to be how it always works, huh? <laughs> right. What about this Tulsa team? Well, you know, um, myself and coach Winsberg, we actually coached Sam Griffin, uh, believes their leading scorer at Tulsa. Uh, we coached him at UT Arlington, so we know him quite well. But 
Look, I mean, if you're talking, if you just watch them on film, I mean, they move the ball. They have great movement. I mean, incredibly well coached offensively and defensively. I mean, just sometimes the shot doesn't go in. You know, I mean, they're so. I mean, they're good. You know, they they do play hard. They have a defensive emphasis. Um, I mean, they're another good team. There is no question about it. And that's kind of the case we saw. South Florida came to town, and they were they were struggling record wise. But Coach Schwartz said, "Hey, you know, they're really really talented. They've got some talent. They've won a couple of big games since then." So I think you know, life in the American, as Coach Schwartz has said, is really difficult. Well, I think you have to be able to sustain the lows of the roller coaster. Um, you got to be able to get out of it, and you know that takes maturity. It takes mental toughness. It, it does take experience, um, but. You know, of which we don't have a lot of experience, but we got we're going to get out of it. I mean, we really do believe that. Goes back to our theory: you got to get old and you got to stay old, right, Coach? Yeah. Yep, there you go. All right, and then on Sunday, East Carolina will play host to Wichita State. The Shockers come to town. They are nine and nine currently, two and four in conference play. Pirates beat Wichita State for East Carolina's biggest win of the year, probably at least the biggest win in the American. They're only winning the American seventy nine sixty nine in that game. What went right for East Carolina in that game at Wichita State? Well, at that point in the year, you know, we were we had we had scratched the surface of an identity offensively. Um, and our identity, what we had been preaching to the guys is share the ball, move the ball, uh, play with some purpose, play with some speed. Um, and that game was really the first game where it felt like, and guys really bought into it. We never felt like the guys were fighting us at all. Um, but that game, it felt like it clicked for the guys, and they kind of understood more what we meant by all of it, and they executed it really well. A couple of big games for East Carolina. Tulsa tomorrow night, Wichita State coming up on Sunday. Coach Davis, thanks so much for your time today. We certainly appreciate it. I know time is precious during the season, so we certainly appreciate you coming on. Best of luck to the Pirates coming up tomorrow night against the Golden Hurricane. Certainly enjoyed the conversation, and thanks so much. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, Brian. Go Pirates. All right. Riley Davis, assistant coach under Mike Schwartz joining us. And that is our show for this Monday. Don't forget, we'll talk Pirate baseball later in the afternoon. Media day today for Cliff Godwin and his squad. And, of course, I'll be back here next week with the Brian Bailey Show. We'll see you then. This has been The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, and also brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostic Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grady, Papa John's, Pepsi, The Rick House, Greenville Utilities, BMS Builders, Tap Tap and Hagler, Tiebreakers, and Greenville Auto World. Join us next week for another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, right here on Pirate Radio, 